How much do you love posting on the social meds? Be honest. Do you look forward to coming up with captions and choosing which pics to post? Do you yearn for free time so that you can comment and tag to your heart's delight? Small business owners, we have it rough. We have so many other things to do, and for some reason, social media seems to be the nagging stepchild of tasks 24-7. Is there a way to get things done that we need done and still look like we're a strong, successful business on the platforms that are the world's greatest time suck? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we're going to move past the social media stresses of every small business owner and talk about three ways to maintain your gorgeous presence on social media. You know how they say that the more you give to social media, the more you get out of it? I'm living proof that whoever they is, they're correct. You're always tempted to start off with a bang. Get in on the app early, like, say, Twitter in 2009 or Clubhouse in 2021. That way you'll be the early adopter you always wanted to be, who spends more time on those accounts and accumulates more followers than everyone else. But then, over time, you don't see a lot of interaction. You think, oh, I see. No one likes me. You take it personally. So you have less interest. You forget, since you're having so many feelings about it, that it's actually a robot, an algorithm, that's showing your post a response to less people. And even if you do remember that, it doesn't matter anymore because it hurts. So you start posting less often. Maybe if I post once every other day, you think, more people will enjoy my posts because they missed me. So they'll be more inclined to like it and leave a comment. And since it's counterintuitive, you don't realize that you're actually ruining things for yourself. The algorithm will now hold your posts hostage, forcing folks to care about you even less. So when you show up less frequently, you think people will have missed you and will like it so much harder than they did before. But nope. No one seemed to miss you at all. I joined Twitter in January of 2009. I'm a geriatric there. I was excited to connect with what we used to call Tweeple. But I didn't understand what the heck was going on as tweets flew by my face every few minutes. It took me two years of trying to figure it out until I had a conversation with a dad in a playground one day. He walked me through how he uses it, what he enjoyed on there, and how to really take advantage of the wonderful community that was at my fingertips. It suddenly clicked. I began tweeting way more often, and people were engaging with me regularly. So regularly, in fact, that when I attended a conference in 2013, no one wrote their names on those hello, my name is name tags. They only wrote their Twitter handles. And I spent half an hour screaming with delight as I went from one person to the next, recognizing their Twitter handles and excitedly shaking their hands. But it was years before I realized that I should start an account for my business. I was building a community for founding moms, and it needed its own voice on the social meds. To be honest, I never realized this. 
It was someone on my team who urged me to get an account going, which I did in August of 2013, but I, uh, I never paid much attention to it. To date, I have over 10,000 followers on my personal Twitter account and 207 followers on my company's Twitter account. See what I'm talking about? Samesies for Instagram, by the way. I joined it much later than I joined Twitter, but I have nearly 2,400 followers on my personal and 562 on my business account. Don't let anyone tell you that social media for business is easy. And while I'd like to say, but who's counting? Um, a lot of people. So, let's get through three tips for what you can do on the socials that'll keep you in the mix, even though who has time for the social meds while they're building a business? I get it. Number one, comment more. People fret a lot about what to post, the right times to post, and honestly, none of that matters if you're only posting things. Comment. Interact. It's social media, so try to be more social. When people like what you comment on, they open your account up to all of their followers who may be interested in interacting with you. Go exponential, baby! The more you comment genuinely, so don't look like a spam bot with weird, so cool type comments, the more you're going to get out of that platform. Two, add your calendar to post and comment at least once a week. Be present. If a user sees that you haven't been on for two or more weeks, you look dead to the world. Dead is not a good look on social media unless you're laughing that hard. The reason that algorithms start having you disappear from your followers is that they track everything. And I mean everything. So if you're not contributing once a week, at minimum, you're just a loaf of bread to them, you know? Three, tag, tag, and tag some more. If you're going to post, why not throw in at least one tag? It doesn't hurt. It's really easy to do. And you'll be adding likes and potentially new followers from a simple action. It takes two seconds to Google other companies or people to tag. And do not be afraid to tag folks you don't know. That's how we make new friends there. And that's also how we talk to Stephen Colbert regularly. So, come find me on Twitter or Insta. I'm at Founding Mom. And you can also talk to my company. We're at Founding Moms in both places. Say hi. I dare you. You don't call. You don't write. Do both. Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalsman.com slash podcast so that you can record a message and I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave me a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.